Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. So hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 139 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by Destinations with Character Travel. I'm Carly. And I'm Matt. And we are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more, as well as a little bit of what's been going on in our lives. So Matt, you did something kind of fun. I did. Um, First, I want to mention Seth's not here, obviously. Um, he, he writes for Orlando weekly and he's covering all the fringe festival reviews. So that keeps him busy. I think he'll not be here next week as well. Yeah. I'm not sure if it'll be us two or who it'll be, but, uh, we'll be back for a show next week. But, yes. uh, yeah, I got to stay at the Orlando world center Marriott. It is the largest Marriott in the world. Uh, and I think they go by room size cause there's 2010 guest wow. rooms at this hotel. It's crazy. Um, it's real close to Disney World. Um, they just opened some new uh, slide, what they're calling their water park area, mm-hmm. River Falls. Uh, it's got three uh, really cool slides, and we've posted on our socials for attractions. If you haven't seen that, we'll also be posting some YouTube videos of the slides. Um, but a real fun resort, lots to do, and uh, and. Uh, we relaxed a little bit as well. What about you? What have you been up to? I have been relaxing post the Guardians of the Galaxy trip. It was amazing. I I think it's my favorite ride in all of Disney parks right wow. now. So good. So I've just kind of been recouping and I'm going to the beach tomorrow to kind of, you know, give my theme park legs a rest. There you go. And then uh, I'm sure you'll be back in the parks not too too long from now. But, yes, uh... I'm thinking maybe some Dollywood. Okay, nice. I went when the nice. season opened, so hopefully I'm trying to get there in the next few weeks to see their uh, flower and food festival. Cool. Yeah, so without any further ado, let's get into today's news. So we are kicking things off on the West Coast at the Disneyland Resort as they are celebrating AANHPI Month. So this is Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And they're going to be celebrating this through a series of music, art, special cultural experiences. A lot of it is happening at Downtown Disney. So if you're familiar with Downtown Disney, Right outside the Star Wars trading post is that awesome Downtown Disney live stage. So they're going to have a series of live musical groups. There's a five-piece Filipino acapella group. There's going to be Polynesian dance. Chinese cultural splendor is going to be doing martial arts and traditional lion dances. And then also there at Wonderground Gallery, guests can meet artists. And so one of the biggies is Jared Moriyama who does a lot of merchandise partnerships that I love. It's very whimsical and colorful. And they're going to be on hand to autograph pieces. And then, of course, it wouldn't be a celebration without the food element. So there's going to be some specialty items available at Kayla's Cakes in downtown Disney. And then over at the Disneyland Hotel on weekends, they're going to be doing a live ukulele music and complimentary hula lessons at Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar. And there's going to be kind of some extra additional hotel perks for guests that are staying over. So they're going to have 
uh, lei making. You can learn the Chinese martial art of Tai Chi, which is pretty cool. And then inside the park, there is a turning red photo op, and that's going to be near Pixar Pier in Disney California Adventure Park. And then, of course, year-round, there's always incredible AANHPI-inspired dishes. A lot of it can be found at Tropical Hideaway, which is one of my favorite spots. Their bao buns are amazing. And, of course, uh, Tangaroa Terrace next to Trader Sam's has a lot of good food. So this is really nice that they're doing it for the whole month and really embracing it. Yeah, it sounds cool. I, I have not experienced this before at uh, Disneyland. Is it brand new? I don't remember. If it's I don't remember them doing a whole entire month thing like this. So I think it is pretty much brand new, and especially okay. the hotel extension, the way they're doing the lay making and kind of those complimentary experiences for overnight guests. So they're really kind of amping up those offerings, which is nice to see. And one thing I think I need a new is the acronym. The A-A-N-H-P-I is a yes. bit of a mouthful. It is. I would rather just say it what it is than say the, the acronym. Well, the Asian American Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander Heritage Month is a lot, too. I don't, yes. I don't know what the answer is, but I want to <laughs> see like two words or three words I can say yes. to, 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 to describe this. But maybe somebody smarter than me can come up with something. Right. They have some... Uh, flashy marketing people that could do something. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. And then now and continuing on overseas, we are at Disneyland Paris where they are celebrating their incredible 30th anniversary, which has all of us on the state sides of Disney parks, very jealous. And they now have shown the city of lights. They've had a Mickey illumination at the Eiffel tower and they've embraced the iridescent colors of the 30th anniversary celebration and this was really cool they surprised a bunch of different uh cast members some volunteers fans loyal guests and they brought them to a special night at disneyland where they went to waltz an american restaurant which is incredible and then they took them for a surprise to the eiffel tower where they got to see it illuminated with the special colors and this just looks really cool yeah, can you imagine just happen to be at the Eiffel Tower that night and you you see all this right. and then you see Mickey and Minnie and it's like, what's going on? Right, yeah, uh, this is really nice that they did this. And I saw there was some of their opening day cast members, which is really cool that they found a nice way to uh, honor them. Yeah, that's, uh, it looks really cool. And um, I, I wish I could have been there. It's, it's probably a once in a lifetime event. I mean... I don't think Mickey has ever been at the Eiffel Tower. Maybe when they first opened for some publicity right. photos, but I, I've never seen anything like this. No, neither have I. Um, does it make you a little bit jealous about our anniversary? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, let's not get into that. Um, I, I want to blame COVID for the reason our anniversary is not so spectacular, but I'm not sure I can totally blame it on that. But like I said, we won't get into all that. We will never know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then sticking over at Disneyland Paris, they are offering guests a prize-winning interactive treasure hunt. So they've partnered with phone company Orange to feature the Celebration Quest. And this is an interactive treasure hunt through both uh, Disneyland Paris parks. And this is also part of the 30th anniversary celebration. And you can just download this right in the app and then you have a chance to win prizes. They're giving away park tickets and hotel stays, which is really cool. And then um, also they're unlocking photo op 
filter. So this is a pretty good thing if you want to play along. You go to your task with going to different parts of the park, and then basically there's an element in each section, and you're going to unlock a digital badge. And then at the end, you may be handsomely rewarded with something special, and it could be a hotel stay, which I think is a pretty uh incentive to get me to play along <laughs> yeah definitely uh you can win i think park tickets and and prizes mm -hmm. and, and hotel stays and uh i think what it is if you complete it then you're entered into a drawing of everybody that's completed it and they kind of randomly pick people i'm not positive on that but that's what it sounded like but it looks like from here uh you go into the app and it'll take you over to for example on if you're watching our video uh in the app it'll show a sign that's in the park and you have to go to that sign and make sure that uh, what you're seeing in the app is matches what's on the sign and correct it if it's not not correct. Um, so it uh, looks like other parts of the park you'll go in, you'll scan certain signs uh, just to uh, prove that you were over there by it. And uh, yeah, no, it looks fun. they even have a built in uh, fail safe. So if something's down, you can't get to a certain area. You can uh, get around that in the app and tell them you couldn't get to it or whatever reason. So right. I was really impressed by that because that would kind of be a big snag if, you know, something was temporarily down and you couldn't get to it. So I'm glad I did that. And it also kind of gives me flashbacks. Do you remember the Adventureland treasure hunt at Magic Kingdom in like the late 90s? I do not. Oh, it was so cool. You had to find this kind of like little emblem was hitting. It was, it was like the late 90s. I think it ended maybe 99 or something like that. But it was not on your phones, obviously. It was a physical treasure hunt. And it I miss those days of these little kind of games. So I think this is fun. Oh, Brian remembers it. Yeah, it was this really cool treasure hunt thing. So I'm glad they're kind of implementing this. And the prizes are very good. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So now we are going over to Tokyo Disneyland. So they have launched Disney Premier Access, which is the system in place, like a, their new FastPass system that's been implemented already at Disneyland Paris. So that is going to be available at the Tokyo Disney Resort in the app beginning May 19th, so this week. And the new digital service is going to be available for a fee of 2,000 yen per access. So that comes back to around 15 US dollars. And this is going to allow guests to select their preferred time and make reservations to experience certain attractions. So initially, Enchanted Tale of the Beauty and the Beast at Tokyo Disneyland and Soren Fantastic Flight at Tokyo Disney Sea is going to be included. So this is just kind of having a way for guests to have a little bit more flexibility customize their visit and just kind of make sure that they get to experience attractions that they want to experience. So it seems like they're just introducing this basic Disney premiere access. So they haven't said anything about the premiere version, which I, I think you've probably seen that Disneyland Paris introduced that next level one where it's mm -hmm. more expensive and it's every, like almost every attraction is built in. So I think Tokyo is probably going to test the water with this and then see how it goes with, with integrating even a more access system. Yeah, it sounds like, uh, to put it in terms that, you know, Disney World people know or Disneyland, it sounds like Lightning Lane, uh, but you're kind right. of buying it. I guess either Lightning Lane, I guess more like Disney Genie Plus because you're you're paying to be able to access these two for one price uh, for now, and, and we'll see if they add more later. I think they use that Premier Access name, like you said, in Paris. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. 
And then Disney, Tokyo Disney, of course, is run by a different company. It's run by Disney, but owned by a different company. Right. Um, so that can affect how, you know, they make a decisions when they want to add things or not. Um, so I right, don't know. Yeah. I, it's interesting. I'm excited. I'm hoping to get over to Disneyland Paris this summer because I want to experience their system just purely out of, you know, curiosity mm -hmm. to see how it compares after using our system. So yeah. I'm very curious. Yep. Me too. Okay. And now here's probably what broke the internet the other day. <laughs> uh, the classic monsters cafe at universal studios, Florida has permanently closed. So they confirmed it on social media it is definitely not reopening and it's going to make way for a new dining experience that we have no information on. So this is kind of tying into Universal's Epic Universe, which is going to be opening in 2025, where there is rumor to be an entire land dedicated to classic Universal monsters. So hopefully we will see some of the incredible set pieces that were inside that restaurant implemented in the upcoming land time will tell it was this is definitely classic universal studios florida uh i will admit the food definitely they did not really amp up and keep up with everything else that's going on dining wise in the park but it was a beloved place solely for atmosphere great air conditioning Halloween Horror Nights, it was like a perfect retreat spot. So it's yeah. a bummer. Yeah, it's uh it was it was it was great, like you said, not for the food necessarily. Uh usually throughout the years, most of the time it was pizza and like spaghetti, I think, uh, or something like right. that. But um uh once in a while they'd have some special foods that were good, uh or special. Um but uh it's like you said, the atmosphere was just cool. They had different rooms yes. you could sit in um you can check our website there um attractionsmagazine.com we have a video tour uh of the interior taken a couple of years ago i think it was rumored i think the reason we took that video is it was rumored to be closing back then and never did until right. now um and then uh the the old shrek attraction is rumored to be well actually more than rumors with if you look at this artwork on this sign right. like, be some <laughs> kind of uh, minions walk through attraction or something like that um and i the rumors are that this may become a minions cafe or something to to match it what they already have a minions cafe i believe uh in california yes so i was about to say like i really enjoy the minions cafe at universal hollywood so you'll have to check it out when you go in a few weeks but they have like ramen they have also the standards they have really cool minions dessert so i would not be mad if that was going to be changing into a minions cafe yeah they yeah the the cool thing about the minion i've been there a few years ago i went in once and uh the cool thing is just all the different foods that are themed to minions and right and, and desserts and things like that bananas so, yes yeah. lots, of, lots of banana desserts so yeah this is certainly something we are gonna keep our eyes peeled out and it was interesting when i like posted about it people were like but i love sitting in there and i'm like but did you eat in there yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not a relaxation zone you know they can't just keep a really really cool space open you know maybe they could have changed it into a bar or whatever but that probably would have been the case if you know epic universe wasn't coming 
but that's yeah. coming and so yeah we'll i'd love I, I hope the universal monsters land is a true rumor for epic universe i think it'd be awesome everybody knows the characters you it's mm -hmm. uh, there's no you know you can talk about when they tried to reboot it with the movies and everything there's no movie that really took off with it but people right. know the characters and enjoy the classics so i think it'd be a great land especially if it had a you know a, a dining area as well yeah so fingers crossed and maybe they can uh amp up those barbecue offerings i know a lot mm -hmm. of people are upset <laughs> there's really nowhere else to get barbecue there so maybe it'll be that epic universe Okay, and now we are going back to California, where Legoland California is revving up the Ferrari Festi. That's, I don't know, it's a Fiesta. party. Yes, Fiesta. Fiesta. I'm like, what is, I'm like, what is, what is a Ferrari Fiesta? I, I don't know. I think that's uh, one of our writers' uh, headline. Just, uh, oh, I love it. Oh, okay, yeah, that that was that <laughs> Okay, so they have unveiled a latest attraction, and it's kind of revving up an exciting new experience for Formula One fans in the shape of the cutting-edge Lego Ferrari Build and Race Challenge. So this is an indoor attraction, and it's kind of capitalizing on the popularity of Formula One racing. So it has just opened and it's going to be kind of an extremely timely as a sports fan base grows and it's a good tie in to Legos. So this is going to put visitors right in the driver's seat with innovative digital technology that is a first for any Legoland park worldwide. And this is going to allow guests to build, test and race their own Lego Ferrari, drawing inspiration from the legendary teams, fun facts, race history and awards so this looks really cool in the pictures it's very interactive it's kind of different than anything else that legoland offers right now and the centerpiece is this life-size giant red ferrari f40 model and this was developed specifically by the lego group and it's the only model of its kind and it took their master modder builders um 3800 hours and 350,000 Lego pieces to create. So I don't know. I love going to Legoland to look at all those pieces. And I also like that uh, television show where they had to build them. Right. So I, the coolest part is going to be going to see that car because it's, it's it's life size. <laughs> yeah. And it says you can sit in it and take your photo, which is unusual. I've seen lots of Lego cars, but I've never been able to get inside of one. I don't know if only kids can fit in it or if right. adults can fit, but no, that, cool. yeah, that's it does look really cool. And then uh, for young kids, they're going to do a build and test area where you can make your own uh, little like Lego Ferrari car and then you race each other to the different uh, tracks. So I think this is really cool. It's a nice round out experience. Of course, kids love cars, racing cars, playing with them. So I think it's a really good fit for their audience. Yeah, it seems like kids will actually take the Legos, build the cars and then um this this other part of it where they're putting it on they're scanning it into a computer and racing them digitally uh, it almost reminds me of one of those things at the end of test track where you yes. can race the cars mm -hmm. on, on on the digital screen that you look down at right. but uh, but they're actually scanning their own creations into it and uh, i think there's some controls where they can give a boost to to the cars as they're racing around the track so yeah it sounds sounds really cool that's very fun. I, I, when I saw the car, it kind of reminded me of when we saw the uh, Titanic Lego piece, that <laughs> yeah. massive thing. You know, it's just, it's really cool when you see those life-size figures right. 
how do they do that? I don't know, but it's <laughs> a lot of hours. <laughs> yep. Okay. And then we are still in California and this is some exciting news. Knott's Berry Farm is going to rock into summer with Nick Jr.'s DJ Lance. So many people may remember him from the award-winning show, Yo Gabba Gabba. This is really cool that they got him. They've really been amping up their entertainment offerings, you know, with the Bob Baker marionettes and now DJ Lance. It's kind of a nice versatile mix. And so for the summer season, they kind of, you know, blow it up with all the entertainment and food. And so this is where DJ Lance is going to come and bring his funky beats and family-friendly fun to the park. So it's going to be taking place in the Walter Knott Theater starting May 21st, going through September 5th on select dates. So uh, he played Lance Robertson, um, known for his music, dance, play, education. That's kind of his whole shtick. So it is definitely for everyone in the family. And then there are going to be two shows. The first is called Let's Play, and it is this energetic dance party featuring DJ Lance, who um, the story is on a rainy day, he dreams up this world that's based on play and imagination that takes place in his apartment. So it's kind of using purposeful play, so that like edutainment to kind of engage kids. And then uh, the second one is Everybody Dance. So I expect that to be a dance party. So there's going to be song and dance. And it's kind of the inspiring kids to, you know, stay active and lead healthy lifestyle. So I think this will be really fun. And it's on a select days. So beginning May 21st through September 5th, you can go to Knott's Berry Farm .com to see those. But I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm definitely going to check it out when I go next. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I didn't know the name when I heard DJ Lance Rock. I'm like, who is that? And then, right. uh, of course, I I have no. I I don't think I've watched it, but I know of Yo Gabba Gabba. So immediately, I'm like, oh, he's from he's from that show. Okay, right. <laughs> that's that's yeah. really popular. And it's exactly. interesting that that's on Nickelodeon, and he's in Knott's Berry Farm, which doesn't really have any Nickelodeon tie-ins. No, but I'm not sure how that works. But uh, but it'll be cool. Right. No, I think this will be really cool. Yeah. You got to, got to get work where you can get it. And this is really awesome. <laughs> this is a long running gig. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Definitely. And we'll keep up. Hopefully we'll get to go. One of us get, get a video of the show just, just so everyone to see, but this looks really cool. And I love the artwork they came up for it. Yeah. That's That's neat. They did a really good job. Um, yeah. So head to Knox this summer. Summer celebration is starting, I believe this weekend. So should be awesome. Um, and that is all we had this week for the news in the queue. So before we get to the main attraction, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. Here at Destinations with Character Travel, we offer the best experience with your travels. Need to visit the thrilling Disneyland Resort, Walt Disney World? Maybe lounge about on a Disney cruise or any other major cruise line? No problem. So if you're looking for a stress and hassle-free vacation, visit us at www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Contact us today and let us plan a magical vacation for you and your family. Okay, and now for oh. our Oh, <laughs> I forgot the main attraction sound. We got to do the main attraction sound. Hold on. Hold on. It's time for the main attraction. There we go. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Uh, we have big news from Disneyland. So 
Tail of the Lion King and the Soul of Jazz are coming to Disneyland Resort. So it's an exciting time for Disneyland. There's so much entertainment coming back this month. Uh, so on May 28th will be the debut of Tale of the Lion King. And the Soul of Jazz and American Adventure will be taking place June 1st through July 4th. So uh, Tale of the Lion King is an original story theater adaptation of Disney's The Lion King. And it's going to be taking place inside the Fantasyland Theater. So this is going to be an all-new stage presentation uh, with a traveling troupe known as the Storytellers of the Pride Lands. And they are going to tell the story of Simba, the cub who became king, through dialogue, song, dance, and percussion. The renderings look amazing. So this is very exciting. And it's going to be taking place, like I said, in the beautiful 1,800-seat Fantasyland Theater. So the new costumes and scenic designs, there's new original music arrangements and choreography. So this is really exciting, and that will kick off May 28th. And then also time with that is the reopening of the fan favorite Troubadour Tavern. So a lot of people I know are hyped about that coming back, and they are going to have some new menu items inspired by the show. And then uh, also The Soul of Jazz, an American Adventure, which you may be familiar with it if you're a Disney World fan because they had that in the American Adventure Pavilion at Epcot. And it's a really cool exhibit, and this is going to be at Disneyland uh, June 1st through July 4th. It's a touring exhibit, and it showcases kind of the history and legacy of jazz, but it's implementing, obviously, the characters from Soul. And this will be on display in the pub, uh, the building adjacent to the Star Wars trading post at downtown Disney. So I think that's the uh, the old ESPN club. Yeah. Remember, it's like if you're looking at Star Wars to the left. So this will be complimentary for everyone. You don't have to go into the park. And uh, this is a creation by Walt Disney Imagineering. And they partnered with cultural institutions and kind of experts in the history of jazz. And of course, you know, Joe Gardner the star of the Disney Pixar animated film Soul is going to kind of take guests on that musical tour across America, showcasing, you know, the rich history of the art form. And then also tied in with that downtown Disney district, they're going to have a nightly live music with genres, including jazz, R&B, funk, Motown, doo-wop, and then a live DJ will perform on, on the downtown Disney live stage on the weekends in the afternoon. And then also that's going to extend into Disney California Adventure Park, where they're going to have a doo-wop and Motown live music daily uh, celebrating black music genres. So they are really going all in with these celebrations. Again, it's exciting to see a lot of the entertainment is now back at Disneyland and they're kind of revving up their offerings. So this is awesome. Yeah, I guess there was a show, uh, Lion King show at Disneyland already, this uh, Tale of the Lion King. Mm -hmm. But this is kind of expanding on that, and and it seems like what they're going to have now is more like what we have at Animal Kingdom, right? Uh, when it, when it opens in the uh, theater. Oh yeah, and that Tale of the Lion King, I think it was that was just outside, and it was kind of like a very small scale. Where this is like those full blown stage adaptations, and it looks like it's going to be really great um, for the whole family. So. Yeah, I'm flying out um, uh, for Star Wars Celebration. I'll be at Disneyland before 
celebration. So like three days before this starts, so I'm kind of hoping it does a uh, soft opening so oh, I can get a yeah. chance to see it where they are uh, going to premiere it for us um, as media ahead of time, but I'm not able to go to that or a reporter. Jeff's going to cover that for us, but um, this sounds really cool. And that theater, I believe that that's the theater where uh, Mickey and the magical map was Yes, in mm -hmm. the fantasy land. Okay. So yeah, that, uh, that's theater, a nice yeah. theater. It, it's a open, open theater, but the nice breeze usually blows through there and, and it should be nice. Yeah, no, this is exciting. I mean, there's so much coming back to Disneyland, world of color. So this is a good time and especially ahead of the summer rush. It's going to be busy. You know, it's hard to get those park reservations now. So this is great to have these nice seated venues where people can go and just kind of disperse foot traffic in the parks. Yeah, and then the soul of jazz, like you said, in in, in downtown Disney, um, sounds like it's just move, uh, yeah. the the same one that was at Epcot moving there. Right. I think it toured a couple places as well across the country, and uh, uh, so that that'll be nice. It's just free for everybody to see. You right. don't even need a park ticket, uh, like you did at Epcot. Yeah, no, I'm glad they did that. Yeah, I was a really good exhibit. It's really nice that they did that. And then uh, live music's always welcome anywhere in the park or at downtown Disney as well. So, absolutely, nice. I love I love that stage there. There's always something going on. It kind of makes it, it gives it a little bit more of a vibe, you know, because Disney Springs is like in your face, and downtown Disney can be much chiller without you know the live music that we get, the DJ. Right. So this is exciting because it seems like almost just about every day there's going to be something going on. Okay, uh, before we go, thanks everyone for joining in. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Destination Character Travel. And once again, remind you to please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It takes two seconds. I make everyone that I'm around pull up their phone, just go in there. You could do it on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you kind of listen to us. And then if you want to find more about coverage from us and Attractions Magazine, I am Carly Caramana on Twitter and Adventures Carly on Instagram. And if you want to follow me personally, I'm uh, at Matt Boom on Twitter and at Attractions Matt on Instagram. Um, and then, of course, Attractions Magazine, everything you want to find is linked from our website, attractionsmagazine.com, uh, on Twitter and TikTok, we're at Attractions, and Facebook, Instagram, everywhere else, we're at Attractions Magazine. So, be sure to give us a follow. Yes, everything helps. And until next week, I hope everyone stays safe, try something new, but most importantly, have fun. Bye, everybody. Next week. Thank you all.